Welcome, Welcome to, to, to Two Old That was really forced, but whatever. We're going to go with it. <laughs> me, me and Amy are, um, we're trying to figure out this podcast thing. And we're going to share a snippet of what just ensued. Um, it was us trying to figure out how to edit and add background sound. Because... As most of you, the great 50-something people who listened to our last podcast... Wasn't it 59? (laughs) It was 59, yeah. You got to hear all that awesome porn music in the background the entire time that we did our show. So we were just trying to figure out how to not have that happen again. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, I'm still over here crying from that shit. So we're going to add that snippet, but it was basically me and Amy testing out <laughs> it was our mic check. It was our mic check, but also trying to figure out some editing and adding music. So enjoy this little snippet for your is it listening ear, pleasure? Ear, listening pleasure. I was gonna say. I was gonna say for your for your earring pleasure. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say for your orgasm. <laughs> that too. It's definitely gonna be one of those. So enjoy. Right. Enjoy. Testies, 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 I hope y'all enjoyed the um the testies. <laughs> testies one, testies two, testies ten. Yeah, me and Amy agreed to say testies ten times each. <laughs> we just needed to check out the mics. That's it. Cause That's I got I finally I finally went and got some wired headphones. Um yeah. per Michelle's request because <laughs> you know I was just I was I was in and out last week and I really want you know everybody all of our 59 listeners to be able to <laughs> to hear me more clearly 59 strong most of our listeners were forced to listen to the podcast absolutely um, that's how we grow that's right because you guys are good friends so we appreciate the love and we hope that you know you share this yes. majestic podcast to all don't, of your don't friends forget and to share just don't forget to share keep the love going guys yes that's right leave reviews for us too and talk about how amazing this podcast is and how life-changing what? it is and you know what give us some recommendations about future episodes topics because me and michelle can talk shit about anything <laughs> and everything absolutely absolutely um now, we really didn't go into our, I guess we're, we're kind of telling everyone our backstory as we go, but just to be clear, I'm Michelle. And I'm Amy. 
and we're here to just talk about you know life, life. our life <laughs> what we've experienced so far life as, as seen through our eyes yeah it's beautiful it's very beautiful it's pretty majestic it is it is now today's episode we agreed we were going to continue talking about the early years in in our (laughs) military career right yeah tragic for me (laughs) (laughs) well why don't you take the lead amy because i i started last week you did you did so why don't you go ahead and delve into that that deep dark closet of wonderfulness so many so many tragic situations <laughs> Tell I feel us. like I feel like my first three years in the army were just man I was dumpster I was fires a, I was a huge <laughs> piece of shit soldier like that is the best the best way I can explain it like me as a soldier was like a skid mark on drawers Mm. like (laughs) and that stain wasn't coming out (laughs) you weren't that bad I was fucking horrible Michelle would you if you were if if you were the leader of you how would you if if I was the leader of me I would have fucking eaten glass (laughs) dealing with you you were that bad I was so bad so you know going back a little bit into last week's episode you know I briefly talked about going AWOL in basic training to go home for Mardi Gras so real quick let's kind of discuss a little bit more in detail a wall or any of those things mean so i basically left not being on leave i was just absent so professional michelle i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) it's firestone they're calling me about my car Uh, i'm an adult i have responsibilities (laughs) and i don't have a man to help me All right. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) These are our life bloopers, guys. (laughs) Oh God. Our podcast is the best and the worst. All right. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's get back on track really quick. Get back on track. Yeah. So, yeah. So I went AWOL, you know, I just, I just fucking left. I didn't have any leave. I wasn't approved to leave. I just fucking left. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go home for Mardi Gras. So anyways, that's where I got my first disciplinary action as a result of that trip. Um, Fast forward, I get to my first duty assignment, Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Such a glorious, such a glorious place in 2001. Mm, Yes, brings back memories. Oh, my God. It was horrible. I mean, so a little bit about Fort Campbell back in 2001, guys. Tell us where Fort Campbell is. It's in, it's, okay. First of all, (laughs) it's in the armpit of America. (laughs) First of all, that shit is in two different states. Right. It is. Um, Gate four is in Kentucky, but it's called Fort Campbell, Tennessee. 
or Fort Campbell, well, Kentucky. Can I tell I a quick story? Oh my God! Wait yeah. your turn. Okay, my bad. I was just gonna highlight <laughs> off of that. Just a you are a conversation <laughs> hijacker. I am. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, All you. I just totally fucked that up, guys. It's Fort Campbell, <laughs> Kentucky. It is. <laughs> but the only reason it's Fort Campbell, Kentucky, is because the post office is on the Kentucky side of post. I want to be clear mm-hmm. about that, but it, the installation spans <laughs> across part of Tennessee and Kentucky. And so the outlying city go into detail. The outlying that. city is, um, Clarksville, Tennessee. Ever heard of it? I mean, neither until I got Probably there. Probably not. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you on a map where the fuck Tennessee and Kentucky was kind of like <laughs> you with Oklahoma. <laughs> So, you know, you guys, I had mentioned that I ran into my friend on Bourbon Street, you know, when I joined, he's like, oh, I'm going to Germany. And I was like, man, I want to go to Germany. And I joined the army and I ended up in fucking Kentucky. Mm. Way, way to go, recruiter. Way to go. <laughs> and and so that's, you know, I wanted to join the army and go to like Hawaii, you know, somewhere really cool and ended yeah. up at fort sill oklahoma i mean these are the breaks kid this is what we got you know we had we had big dreams and the the big green weenie was just like fuck your dreams that's right not today (sighs) not today you ship bags um, don't deserve dreams absolutely not absolutely (laughs) not and to be honest at that point in time in my life i did not (laughs) no neither did i like what were we thinking thinking that we deserved anything like (laughs) at all so anyways so you know i get to fort campbell and um my first incident was two weeks after i had finished in processing so i was supposed to go to a weapons range and um now mind you i'm 18 at the time because i turned 18 in basic training um so i decided that i wanted to go out and underage drink the night prior because classy because i really had zero fucks to give about like leadership people in positions of power like people telling me what to do i had no sense of pride in being in the military i was still just a fucking hood rat doing mm. hood rat shit so anyway what you called a louisiana Right. Yeah, I was just a fucking Louisiana animal, man. Wow. So anyways. <laughs> you are banned. You're banned from doing that. I can't, I cannot. Uh, I'm just joking. Okay, go go ahead. You were so anyways, I was underage. I was underage drinking. And um the next day I did not wake up until like four o'clock in the afternoon. It was a long night. <laughs> What was the day? So you snuck out what day? What day of the week was it? This was like a Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> We're going to have to bleep that word out. But anyways. This was a Wednesday. Wednesday. Stupidest word ever. Stupidest word. I got on a Wednesday and didn't wake up. Till, wh- nobody woke you up. 
<laughs> no, so kind of. so I woke this up. This was basic or AI? No, this was at my first duty station, ah, Fort Campbell. Okay, got it, got it. So yeah, so I woke up to because you know back then like I was just <laughs> I was just a private. I didn't have a cell phone. I had I had a home phone. <laughs> And I woke up to like 14 voice messages from my squad leader. I woke up to a note on my windshield when I went out to my car. (laughs) Did you not live in the barracks? No, I lived off post. What the? Yeah, because I was with uh, I was uh, with Marisol's dad. So, yeah, so we lived off post and um. Because, you know, we tell the afford- audience who Marisol we could aff- is. We could afford it together. Marisol is my oldest daughter. Got it. Okay. So you're with. Damn it. I'm not supposed to use real names. I'm sorry. <laughs> bleep Marisol, that out. I mean, she's technically your dependent. So, but we'll bleep it out. We'll bleep it out. <laughs> so anyways, um, you know, so because because we could we could afford a little shithole apartment together. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I woke up to all these voice messages on the answering machine and fucking note on my windshield. And I was like, damn, I fucked up. (laughs) So I got my shitty ass BDUs on. (laughs) And I fucking. I can imagine what your BDUs, you probably had. Yo, my BDUs. No, my BDUs. They were like. My BDUs looked like my BDUs looked like I ironed them shits with a hot ass rock. <laughs> like <laughs> I was just a fucking dirt bag, man. Oh my god. I was <laughs> such a fucking dirt bag. So, anyways, I go into the company finally. By this time, it's like five in the evening, and I'm like, damn. <laughs> like, I'm about to. I'm about to fucking get my life rocked. So and I'm still hungover, mind you, at this time. Like, oh my god, we partied hard. Sounds we like partied it. hard. So I get in there, and I remember like seeing everybody, like you know, by the supply room and the arms room, like cleaning their weapons and stuff. And here I am. I'm just showing up, and and the supply sergeant looks at me and he's like, "Oh, Z decided to come to work today." <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Sergeant. I made that decision. <laughs> I'm just a grown up doing grown up things now at Obviously. five o'clock in the evening. <laughs> Making those grown up decisions. So, anyways, I go into the company area, and that is that is really where I got acquainted with my first first sergeant. Mm. So, you know. It was a very eye-opening experience, and that's where I realized I didn't like him, and he didn't like me. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the first time that I was on his carpet Mm. in front of his desk while he chewed my ass very, very disrespectfully. He said a lot of things to me that really made me think, like, am I really doing the right thing with my life being in the army? Mm. <laughs> not, not am I doing the right thing in the army. Am I doing the right thing being in the army? Yeah. 
so anyways priorities yeah so I got I got punished for that I got another field grade article 15 for missing movement in the field grade article 15 for all of our non-military people is it's basically a form of administrative punishment where soldiers will get pay taken oh yeah they Um, took a lot of my pay We could get reduced in rank, which is definitely took my little PV2, (laughs) which is again, more pay because the higher ranking you are, the more you get paid. So it's, it's pretty much a punch in our, in our bank accounts. Um, Yeah. It was pretty much the first time that I felt really fucked in the army, (laughs) (laughs) but you didn't apparent. It sounds like you didn't really feel remorseful for what you did absolutely not it was just it was really inconveniencing me to have to have had to come in (laughs) so anyways you know that was that was the first you know punishment that I had gotten being you know at my first duty station outside of training and honestly from there it was just a snowball effect Mm. it was it was, I got in trouble for underage drinking several more times after that, um, which resulted in more Article 15s. <laughs> and I just, I couldn't get my shit right, man. I was like, man, I don't want to finish this enlistment. Like, this shit <laughs> sucks. <laughs> and then what made it worse was that I was a shitty runner back then, and my fat ass first sergeant was. <laughs> A phenomenal runner and I like we would run every fucking day and I would always fall out like a quarter mile down the road and everybody would be yelling at me and shit because they would have to turn around and come get me (laughs) police you up yeah I used to when we would run past the gym I used to be like oh I gotta pee and I would fall out Were you a shoe tire also? Yes, absolutely. Oh my god. Absolutely. The shoe tires. I hate those guys. Yeah. Wow. That was, that was me. Um, and I used to try and run into the gym and just hang out in the bathroom until I felt like <laughs> they would be running back again. And just kind of reappear into the formation. Like, yeah. hey, where where you guys been? Yeah, I'm like, dang, like I've been here the whole time. <laughs> so anyways so anyways um it really kind of like slowed down a little bit though once I got pregnant with my oldest daughter Marisol because you know I was pregnant so Mm. and and I really kind of feel like I still maintained like my shitbag performance (laughs) because once I got pregnant I was like ah I really don't even want to do I'm gonna do less because I'm pregnant (laughs) And when did you get pregnant in oh, in your career? How old were you? I was 18. So it was that first year. It was the first year at Fort Campbell, man, cuz Marisol yeah. was born in 2000 mid 2002. So, yeah, man, and I just rem- I remember being pregnant and like on extra duty <laughs> stripping the floor in the day room with the buffer. Dude, 
I was still fin- I was still finishing up some of my extra duty from like before I knew I was pregnant. So anyways, I remember like being on extra duty, stripping the floor in the day room. And then the next morning I get in and like, holy fuck, 9-11 happens. And I'm like, wow, Mm. like shit's about to get real. And then I just carried on and I didn't really, I didn't really get in trouble, but I, I still didn't really do anything while I was pregnant. So I had Marisol and after that, it was like, well, let me just, let me just pick up my shit bagness again <laughs> and after you had marisol yeah after i had her so um and were a- you still married at the time no no absolutely not so you're single mom single mom at the age of what Ni- 19 now 19 now so anywho Right. I uh, was on a 12 mile ruck march one day because I used to have to do them every single month. Of course. Aerosol. If you ain't aerosol, then you ain't shit. <laughs> so there was this one ruck march. And, and it's interesting because this is what landed me in the correctional facility on post. <laughs> Amy was, I was a thug before the army. Amy decided to continue her thuggery well into the army (laughs) yeah the correctional facility it was pretty bad so anyways doing a 12 mile ruck march and i get to the six mile turnaround point which conveniently happened to be back at my company and my fucking glorious fat first sergeant (laughs) was right there with me and I threw my rucksack down and I was like, man, fuck this. I'm not going back out. And he was like, put your rucksack back on. And I was like, no. And he was like, put your goddamn rucksack back on. And I was like, no, fuck you and fuck this. (laughs) And it was that point. And back up a little bit. (laughs) And it was at that moment. Back up a little bit. Because I want to clarify something. When I threw my rucksack down, it was kind of like in his direction. Was it? Was it kind of? Or was it? (laughs) The audience will just have to wonder. (laughs) Got it. So he told me go wait for him in his office because he was going to finish the ruck march he was fucking crazy like I don't know how somebody so fat can be so fit (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea how that was possible but um in the army it definitely is hey look at me (laughs) oh god man he had a ranger tab too and he just thought he was like the bee's knees man but anyway so yeah so he told me go well he didn't all right he abrasively told me to go wait for him in his office but my office was right across the hallway from his so I just waited in my office (laughs) for him to get back and I just like read manuals I was like well there's nothing to do in here again I didn't have a cell phone back then and even (laughs) if I would have had a cell phone it would have been like a Nokia or like what were those little T-Mobile phones yeah yeah. you know what I'm talking about yeah like what am I gonna do on that play snake so, oh yeah 
<laughs> so anyways, I get back or not. I get back. He gets back from the ruck march and he finishes. And, um, all hell was all hell broke loose after that. Like, I don't think I've had an ash chewing like that since then. Um, and I got, you know, I got written up and I got recommended for another field grade article 15. So the little bit of rank, the PV2 that I earned back while I was pregnant, gone. And PV2 is... Um, is the so- second enlisted rank <laughs> in the army. So in the enlisted side, you have, we'll just say E1, E2, E3. So e, E1 is the lowest. <laughs> E9 is the highest. Yeah. And me and Amy somehow were able to obtain the rank of E8. I don't know how that happened. Anyways, Anyways. Amy managed to lose her PV2, which is equivalent three times. Three times. Three solid times. I spent more time as a private than any. Well, I lie because I was a staff sergeant in E6 for a really long time. But previous to that, I was a private longer than any other break. So anyways, I get another field grade article 15, I get demoted, I get money taken, and I'm like, damn, like, I really fucked up because I have a baby. Mm. And that, and that really made me feel some type of way. And I was like, damn, man, like, I fucking, I'm fucking my daughter over. Right. So, oh, and on top of that, I also got confined for 30 days just so everybody knows, I got in trouble for disrespecting a senior leader. And that, at the time, I mean, that that really, it was really bad. And it really meant something very negative and was very highly frowned upon. Now, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Shit's changed a lot. <laughs> People are very sensitive about very, pretty much every topic, <clears throat> but except disrespect. Facts. So... Anyway, um, I got confined to Campbell's Correctional Facility on post for 30 days, and that is where I became a phenomenal runner because we ran (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) It was like baby airborne school. (laughs) So basically what you're telling me is you became a phenomenal runner because of you being confined for 30 days like that's yeah did dude we ran we did shit details around post we would run to and from shit details on post we would run for pt every single day i was like god my knees hurt they don't even they're like nobody gives a fuck that your (laughs) knees hurt i'm like oh god why do they even do confinement still no they got rid of them I mean, now they, it's just now it's, it's just you go to leavenworth yeah if it's, or if you want to confine a soldier it's like post a detail and and watch him 24 hours if you want to and waste manpower that's yeah. what confinement is yeah so anyways um when i got out of there that's that was Think we're moving into 2003 and and i really kind of that's where i kind of just was like you know what maybe i need to get my shit together and you joined in 2000 right? yeah yep when you were 17 yep 
That's wild, man. Like, do you ever think about what insane person was like, yeah, 17 and 8-year-olds can go to war and fight for America? Yeah. Like, sure, as long as your parents are cool with it. As long as your parents (laughs) are cool with it. Like, the when you... When you meet new soldiers now, well, I know when I did, and they're like 17, 18, 19, even 20 year olds, it blows my mind how immature they are and how oh, yeah. we, we basically have to, like, we grew up. We had to grow up in the army because we damn sure weren't mature or grown when we joined at all. As you yeah, can case tell, in point. <laughs> as you can tell by my story, <laughs> as you can tell by my first three years in the army. Wow. But I will tell you what, that was the last time I was a private. Oh my God. It was only up from there until I got fucking stagnated at E6. Mm. Something will go later into detail. Yeah. But more to follow. Wow. This concludes this week's episode. Um, Any suggestions from our 59 viewers? (laughs) I really hope we get up there. You know, I really want people to hear our story. And I look forward to talking to other people and adding them to the mix, man. Because we got a lot of friends. We got a lot of people that. We really do. I wouldn't say we have a lot of friends. (laughs) Because I don't. But we know a lot of people. Speak for yourself. All right? I am. I am speaking for myself. I got friends because I ain't got nobody else. If I okay. got nothing, I got friends. Well, you know what I got? I got no regrets. I can hate you. <laughs> all right, man. Amy, thank you for telling us your. I don't want to call it tragic because obviously you came up, but man. Oh man, it was tragic though. Some dark shit. Yeah, it was tragic. I had to I had to do a lot. I had to do a lot of the hard work, man. You did. You definitely did some soul searching up in that confinement though, I bet. I did while I all while I was running. <laughs> Until next week, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope our podcasts are getting a little bit better. And if you didn't enjoy that story, I know you enjoyed our (laughs) our mic checks. (laughs) 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 All right. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.